Good morning and welcome in everyone. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted you to think about something. Imagine driving down the highway when you hear a siren behind you. When you're looking in the rearview mirror, it's a patrolman who wants you to pull your vehicle over to the side of the road. You quickly look at your speedometer and realize, well, you're going about 10 miles an hour over the posted speed limit. And when the officer approaches the vehicle, he asks you to step out of the car and then places you in handcuffs. He gently puts you into the backseat of his vehicle and takes you to the nearest courtroom to stand before a judge. Well, as you patiently wait in the lobby, the person in front of you just got sentenced to five years in jail for robbing a bank and is whisked off to jail to serve his sentence. Your name is finally called and you enter the courtroom to stand before the judge. He reads the court docket and then tells you that you're guilty of breaking the speed limit. He looks you in the eye and with a slam of his gavel says, five years in jail. Can you imagine an earthly courtroom where the sentencing guidelines were all the same for whatever crime was committed? No matter what crime was committed, you were guilty of the exact same punishment that everybody else received. And this reminds me of the Christian life. At God's final judgment, it will be exactly that. The same punishment for each and every sin, no matter if it's only one or many, they will all reap the same reward, the lake of fire. Look at James chapter 2, verses 10 through 11 says this, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. One must remember that our God is a God of severity. Severe means intense and intense and extreme. And God loves us so intensely that he allowed his own son to suffer and die on the cross the way that he did, so that we could find forgiveness and be reconciled unto himself. When we look around, we can't help but realize how much God cares for us because of the world and the universe that he created for our enjoyment. But although he loves us dearly, he will punish people severely who reject his love and his mercy. He's not lukewarm, as men would count lukewarmness, but he is hot and a consuming fire, not only in his intense love for us, but also in his extreme punishment toward the impenitent and the unbelieving. Romans chapter 11, verse 22 says, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness. Otherwise, thou also shall be cut off. The Lord Jesus Christ laid down his life so that we could have mercy and be forgiven with God. He's our Savior sent by the Heavenly Father to redeem us from our sinful condition. He died for all of us on this earth both Jews and Gentiles alike. Each of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and there are none who are innocent in his sight. Romans 3, verse 9 through 12 says, What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. 
They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. No one kept the Old Testament law perfectly, and it was there to serve a specific purpose, so that all the world would be convicted of their sins and become guilty in the sight of God. Romans 3, verse 19 through 20 and verse 23 says this, Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Each of us are just as guilty as a defendant in a courtroom in the eyes of God. From the richest to the poorest, to those who are the highest in society, to the lowest, everybody shares one thing in common. We are all guilty sinners who need God's forgiveness, which is only available through faith in God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Without it, sinners are doomed to God's eternal wrath. Romans 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 20, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good, and sinneth not. To claim that you have never sinned is to call God a liar. First John 1 verse 10, If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. God wants to help us. He wants people to repent and come to his son Jesus for forgiveness. He is extremely merciful, but those who reject that offer will receive extreme punishment and will face his everlasting contempt. Jesus is extremely meek and lowly in heart. He is extremely humble and kind. He is intensely loving and compassionate, but can also be filled with extreme wrath. John 2, verses 13 through 16, And the Jews' Passover was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence. Make not my father's house and house of merchandise. You know, in this passage, you see the kindness and severity of God. He threw over the tables and whipped the people. Those who don't love the Heavenly Father as he does, provokes him to extreme wrath. You know, in the days of Noah, everybody received the same punishment for their sins, didn't they? No matter what sins they may have committed, all of them were destroyed together in the flood. In the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, everybody received the same punishment for their sins. No matter what sins they may have committed, all of them were destroyed together with fire and brimstone. So we learn here that whether it's one sin or many, whether it's adultery or murder, it's all the same in the eyes of God. And the punishment will be the same for all. Eternal lockup in a lake of fire. So remember that the next time you get a speeding ticket. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching... TLK, JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. And we're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups. 
You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com, or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.